Greetings, everyone. I want to uh, let you know that we had a little bit of audio difficulty uh, about an almost an hour into the show. Actually, no, only 30 minutes into the show, uh, we started to have some Skype issues. So bear with us as you as we go along, and I hope you enjoy this. Well, uh, Joe, good luck on the editing. This is episode 301 on June 7th, 2019. everyone and welcome to the tiny shutter podcast podcast where we try to talk sometimes successfully sometimes not so successfully about info photography and other stuff that we just tend to think about i am not joseph ferreira i'm greg mcmillan i'm actually that's oh sorry yeah i was just gonna say that's dave bodner (laughs) yes um due to life and other things um this is going to be a light run tonight with just me and greg everyone else is uh busy doing their normal going on uh how are you doing tonight greg i'm not doing too bad and unlike other nights, we don't have to figure out if we can actually hear the drops Joe's doing or not, because there's no drops on this end. But through there, the magic will be in the final product. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> through through magic, magic, meaning hard work through magic. There will be amazing things happening. Barely amazing things, kind of like what we're going to start with, with the news. News team. Because the big news this week was the WWDC uh, keynote, WWDC 2019 keynote, and other talks that happened. Now, Greg, did you make it through the entire keynote live, all two and a half hours? I was working the, on day shift when that happened, and I so I I was waiting with bated breath that evening and it wasn't up yet not on not on the website nor on the apple tv so it wasn't till the following night that i finally caught some of it and because i was on 12-hour days i was getting tired and between the raptors in the playoffs and the boston bruins in the playoffs (laughs) things were a little hectic in the evenings all week but i did manage to get through it probably by um Probably by Thursday night, I think I finally got all of it in. And boy, is it exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and lots of stuff to talk about. Lots of stuff. Not just photography, but a, a new operating system, which yeah. I think will be a big deal for photography. Not directly in terms of taking the photos, but in terms of editing and if you have the right hardware using an iPad as a basically like a Wacom device. So I can see that as a major editing positive. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, um, just, just the ability to have a, a very nine, was it nine millisecond latency tablet? Yeah. Yeah. The, with, uh, with, with the Apple pencil, the latency started at 20 milliseconds and then we got it down to nine milliseconds now, which mm-hmm. is, Pretty impressive. Yeah, especially um, but, for the improvement with software only. 
Yeah. And, and without getting, you know, without getting off track, you know, we're going to stick to the photography stuff, but without getting too far off track here related to what you just said, though, um, the iPad will act as a second display wirelessly with a Mac, Mm -hmm. uh, a Mac running Catalina and the iPad on the new iPad OS, which, and that's really exciting especially for, um, you know, creatives who, who do photography or video editing or anything like that, where, you know, that extra screen space really comes in handy. Like in, in my case, I have the 15 inch MacBook pro and Mm. that extra bit of screen space could come in handy. The problem is I need a new iPad now. (laughs) Ooh, so yours, yours is old enough that it's not going to be upgradable then? Yeah, I've got the iPad Air, the the very first mm, iPad Air. Okay, okay. Like yeah. it doesn't even have Touch ID. That's how oh, old wow. it is. Wow. So yeah. yeah, it's. But I have to I have to find a way to justify, um, <laughs> in, you know, putting out the expense because I'm gonna want the iPad Pro if I get one. Uh, it's called tripping. It's called tripping. It's an amazing thing. Tripping? Oops. Yes. Oops. <laughs> oh, I see what you're oh, saying. Oh, I tripped over the rug and the iPad went on the floor. Oops. <laughs> oh no, I, I my my <laughs> yeah. my wife would probably just use the old one, but um, <laughs> no, I, I just can't justify it right now. Um, maybe someday, but uh, yeah. but that would be that. That's pretty impressive. But oh no, it, it we're really gonna, is. we're going to go on. To, yeah, we're going to talk about the the photography stuff. So, yeah. um, what was your uh, you know what? What really stood out to you in the keynote with regards to photography? It's it's the editing. It's the editing. And yeah. one thing that's kind of related to you about um, the Iowa, the iPad OS, and your iPad Air is how far back you can run iOS 13 on older iPhones. Right. Yeah. That that, that amazes me how. It's you can go pretty far back still with your phone. All the way to six S, six S, is it not? Uh, I think yeah, I want to say six S, definitely seven. But yeah, I think you can go all the way back to six S. And I I know everyone talks about the Apple tax and everything else and how expensive I've. The fact that you're getting years of new software and hopefully, fingers crossed, as everyone's saying, it's quicker. Basically, not losing speed with updates for very old, very old hardware is a big thing. But like Mm -hmm. I said, for me, the big thing that it's not necessarily the looking at the photos, but the editing, Um, the fact you can now fine tune the filters built in. That's that that to me is very nice. I know you've been able to do that with other software like Snapseed or Enlight, but you can now do it built in. And the fact that if you look at, I hate to use the term, normal people's phones, they don't download a lot of apps. You know, right. they'll they'll download maybe Skype or you know some kind of communication app if they know someone who someone else who uses it, or you know Facebook or Twitter or you know some kind of commute. But in terms of photo editing app. Most people don't download any, let alone, you know, like I said, I think like if anyone said that if you say does anyone in a group is like, OK, 
I'm starting off new, get Snapseed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, it's not overly complicated. It's pretty powerful. But the fact that the new editing that's now going to be available uh, and in the show notes, we actually have a link to a YouTube video. Uh, it's actually, I think, 45 minutes long. But the um, the eye the camera and the photo part starts around 24 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And now they didn't say that this is limited only to the latest, you know, uh, 10s s or 10x um i should say just 10 you know the 10 or the 10s it looks like this is just ios 13 in general where you have a lot more fine tuning available there and that really excites me just built in and some of the things they added i don't know if you had a chance to see but like if you do an edit let's say you do i think luminosity is one of the edits I think, of course, this is early, early beta, so they may change the name. But if you change one setting, you can undo that just that one setting. Like yeah. That yeah, is you, really you can, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy how much control they're giving us. Um, and and uh, uh, so many more controls. Like, they've added vignette. They've added, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's obviously... Uh, uh, color vibrance and saturation and and um i I don't i don't even know uh there's a lot (laughs) yeah i mean i'm I'm just i'm sitting here trying just trying to think of all the things that i saw when i watched that video and and it was only like an hour ago (laughs) so (laughs) but it's it's all all i could think of is and and i mentioned it to you in the pre-show is i'm trying to think of why i shouldn't put the public beta of ios 13 on my phone this stuff has really gotten me excited oh yeah um so yeah it's it's really cool and i mean to take it one step further as far as the editing goes they have that's your cue okay oh you mean video about editing. the video i was going i wasn't sure 100 percent where you were going with that but yeah <laughs> i was just, the fact that and this is something i've been waiting on you can use the same – now, again, the, everyone who looks like they have this, uh, all the journalists and all the developers, they're all, they all have it on the 10 or the 10s or the 10s Max. I haven't seen anyone in a video say, oh, here it is on my iPhone 7 or 7 Plus. You know, I haven't seen it on older software, but the fact you have the exact same – tools available for video you do for for photo so yeah the exact including rotation mm-hmm. you know yeah. not not just oh i'm going to flip it from horizontal to vertical but any angle you can just kind of rotate it and put a vignette in there and do which i think is going to probably be overdone when it first comes out but <laughs> you know everyone's going to be like oh new toy i'm going to play with it but yeah yeah uh and the one thing I do trust Apple about because they're really good with sometimes a little too aggressive with the realism. You're not going to have these super blown out photos. You know, they're not going to do what Samsung tends to do, where you look at a photo taken on a, on a Samsung and it's saturated a lot by default, sat overly, overly saturated. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like a friend of mine has a a Huawei um, P30. It's not the Pro, but it's it's the, it's the P30. And it mm-hmm. he was showing me some photos that he took with it, and he was showing them to me on his screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they that you know some you know pictures with a nice clear blue sky. This blue was really it was it was fairly saturated, and he did actually uh, send me a couple via. Um, picture messages and you know they still look very heavily saturated and a little slightly higher contrast than mm-hmm. than what i'm used to seeing with the iphone so yeah you know samsung huawei the, these guys they always do that with their photos that's why i'm really drawn to the iphone camera because it really produces an image that's more like what you really saw and yeah. it let, lets you take control of the you know the way the image looks so yeah and i at least i think for sam this is sheer guess on my part but i think from samsung that's a lot coming from maybe the thought of i don't want i know samsung's such a large company and there's not a lot of crosstalk between the divisions but like a samsung tv to stand out in a store where there's 30 other models in this brightly lit store their tv is extra saturated to catch your eye and you bring yeah. it home and you put it in your room, which is a whole lot, hopefully a whole lot smaller, you know, by itself where it's a little darker. And all of a sudden you get home. This 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 like yeah. over over, you know, bleeding color saturation. But I think they're I, I think they're jacked up in the store just for they that are, reason, oh, they are. right? They are. They are. But a lot of people don't go to a don't actually take the time to adjust it when they get home. Yes, I think the same yeah. thing with the phones in the store where you see this line of Android and the iOS just kind of, because right now everyone's, you know, it's, it's a black rectangle, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's kind of the same, you know, the aspect ratio may be a little different, but in the size is a little different, but everything's a black rectangle now. So you really have to stand out. A lot of times you get to stand out because you have an image on there, which is extra super saturated. Mm-hmm. So the fact that now you have all this additional editing, I kind of trust Apple that you're going to have to really go out of your way to make something look unrealistic. Yeah. You know, you're yeah, really going right. to have to crank things one way or the other just to <clears throat> get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now, well, the editing, the editing stuff is, is really amazing. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know, what they've done is they've ported it over to the video side, too, where yeah. you can do the same, um, you know, the same color adjustments, brightness, filters, all that stuff. You could do all that on video now. And that is just amazing. And I don't know, like you said, um, you don't know how far, how many models back in the line this is actually going to work with. Because I would think that that's going to take some pretty hefty processing power, but yeah. I would hope that it goes back, as you know, at least to the um, the. Uh, I'd like to see it go back to the seven, but I that have a feeling good. it might go to the, maybe to the eight, eight plus, and the ten. You know, the, when they came yeah. out. But um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the who one who knows, maybe maybe it will go all the way back to the six S. I can see the ten, the the ten, eight, and eight plus. Yeah. Because that was a big step from the seven in terms yeah, of the processor. Yeah, um, yeah. 
So I could almost see that. Um, the other thing is that with the portrait lighting now, and it seems a l- not necessarily 100% copy from Apollo, but you can now move the lighting or adjust the lighting on portrait lighting. They yeah. said similar to like like moving a light back and forward. Oh yeah, okay. So so you can do some additional fi- they they've doubled down on portraits because Apple right. knows that as good as the camera is overall when you see someone's face and most of the time at least when I do portrait mode it's a family member or close friend. Mm-hmm. You can say Hey, here's a photo I took of you or I took at the last to get together or here's a photo I just took of your kid. And that has the biggest impact. That's your emotional impact. So the fact I think they doubled down on getting that lighting just better. And. And this is when I transition here. Um, everyone at WWDC, the big deal is always the. Uh, the keynote, you know, that's where yeah. the big news. But the thing lasts a whole week. And oh, yeah. if you either download the WWDC app or look at Apple's website, um, there are videos they post during the week of speeches and talks that their engineers give. Mm-hmm. And one that I saw today uh, posted by 9to5Mac, but they linked to the original Apple video and it is an hour long and it helps if you know a little bit about processing and software you don't have to know a lot but it is there this is not a general public speech this is hello developers of camera software here's how you write code and we're going to talk about a new feature for you so you gotta remember the the audience they're going for but they added addition because with last year with iOS 12, they added a not the depth filter, but they added a um, a mask. Mm-hmm. So they made portrait mode clearer and sharper to get a, basically, you know, just doing a silhouette of a human, so it could pick up the edges a lot better. Well, they went one step further now, so they're adding additional mask for hair for skin. And um, for teeth. So now they'll be able to you'll be able to say on an editing, hey, here is hair. So it'll pick out not just here's, you know, a person, but here's their hair. I want you to lighten their hair or change the color of their hair or deal with this just for the hair. And then, oh, here's the skin and the skin tone. So you can, you know, oh, they looked a little washed out here. I'll change the skin tone a little bit. Or if you want to do something really creative, I remember a person I went to high school with, she did some um, modeling while in high school. And the photo she showed, she looked like she had white makeup on, like beyond pale. Oh, really? And, and she said, I didn't have any makeup on. They all did it. And this was late 80s. And they said they just edited afterwards. I just did the the you know the modeling. They did the rest because I didn't look like that. So imagine doing that now and saying, oh, that person's skin. I want now, you know, to go stark one way, stark another, just to get that artistic look to it. 
And same thing with teeth. So that's kind of additional things they've added on to the depth effect. Hmm. So yeah. that that will only, I think, go one generation back. So my 10 won't work, but a 10S will. Right. And that, I think, is 100% just processor speed. Yeah. Because that, well, the, the how 10S, that, that is. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the 8, 8 plus and 10 went, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think now. I think the 7 was dual core. And then the eight, eight plus, and ten went to quad core, and the ten S, ten S Max, and the ten R went to six core processors. So there's a lot, you know, there's a lot more processing power, you know, as those years went on. But I'm, I'm just looking on the um, on nine to, nine to five Mac here, and the list of um, devices supported for iOS 13. Now this is just iOS 13. This isn't mm-hmm. certain features, but it does go back to the 6s, 6s Plus, and the SE as well. Oh, nice. And and the iPod Touch seventh generation. Okay. So everything from there on up. Now I will did support it. So I just uh, did double check because I don't want our listeners to start screaming at their devices to correct us. The iPhone 10 did have a six core processor. Oh, it did? Yeah, it had oh, okay. um, a two speed and four efficiency. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that, I think that was the first one they went with a six core. Okay. And I think the A12 is, it's a hexacore. So, yeah, so that has two performance, which are even faster, and the high efficiency, which are even faster. So, yeah, yeah. and, you know, the A13, when they come out with it um, in September, is going to be, I mean, you figure the 10s is already completely overpowered for a phone. Yeah. And oh, yeah. you figure the every year they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger with the processors and everything else. And basically, yeah, you, it, it, you're, you have a, f- especially with the, if you think about the editing you can do on your phone, it's going to be amazing. And you figure part of what they show now, a lot of people are looking at this now for the last week and looking at the new features of the new operating system and all the little details that, they didn't necessarily mention on, on, you know, during the keynote that may give us hints for the new phone. Right. Like what their thing that was mentioned when they talked for the when they had to talk about the additional depth filters was multicam support. Oh, yeah. So you'll be able to do. And the example was, well, you have your phone. And let's say on your screen, you have half the screen showing the back-facing camera. So you're taking a photo of something. But on the front screen, you have the front-facing camera on the other half of the screen. Now, I can just see this for video, basically for video and for still photos. So it's, I mean, it's kind of like how... uh, if you want to think about it, it's almost like FaceTime, but the difference instead of the large screen being an, the incoming video from someone, it's the back-facing camera. 
So I can see people going crazy with this with here I am at so and you know, I I don't want to say this could be the death of the selfie selfie, because I don't think that's quite it, but half the reason people do selfies is to say, here I am and here's this m- amazing thing behind me. Yeah. You know, part proof I am here or hey, here's this amazing shot. And by the way, I'm here too to put that personal touch to it. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's apps out there which I think they basically take a photo and then take another photo and then put them together. Yeah. But now, this is only for the 10s and above because, as, they, as Apple explained, it's more how the power supply was set up and how the image processing chip was set up. In their words, the hardware the hardware limited them up until what the, the last year model was. But you'll be able to take a photo or a video of, oh, here's this amazing thing, and here is me down here talking about it. You can see my face as I talk about it, a picture in picture. Which right. Oh, yeah. I can see um, local news going crazy with this. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, they already are using reporters out there with iPhones, you know, for, oh, I want you to go out and, you know, report on this thing and get back to me. Well, mm-hmm. you know, you can just have the reporter looking at their phone, you know, instead of trying to do a selfie or, you know, get a get a stand set up and you're using the better camera on the back to take the video of whatever's going on and you see the reporter's face talking to you so that's the first thing that popped in my mind that way but you know the fact that you know using combination of cameras combination of filters i'm not filters um excuse me combination of sensors put together so and i think this is going to be heavy into augmented reality where it's oh, going to yeah. use the person's input and then the input from the world out in front to create something kind of put together. Interesting. Because remember, they also showed where you'll be, they actually showed a virtual, you know, model, you know, virtual stick model, and it was moving along with a person during the keynote. Yeah. Yeah, that was so, like motion capture or something. Exactly. Yeah, it's motion capture without the mocap, without the little ping pong balls that everyone had to wear at one time, uh, mm-hmm. and instantaneous. So, <clears throat> yeah. Combine that with maybe the front facing camera and the back facing camera to see what's out there in the world. And I can see that being used by a lot of software. Yeah, and, and you know this stuff as well. This stuff will likely be uh, introduced or highlighted when they introduce the next iPhone in uh, yeah. in September. Um, but you know, if you kind of deep dive into these uh, WWDC um, presentation videos, uh, you know, talks that they do and whatnot, um, if you can get past all the developer lingo and kind of get an idea of what they're talking about, you can find out quite a bit Mm -hmm. uh, about how these things work. Yeah. And there are, I would say, check out Twitter 
um, and just do a search for WWDC or iOS 13. And there's a lot of developers because unlike past, I would say last year, they were pretty good being lax. I don't want to say lax, but in previous years, no one could say anything about, you know, when they had the, the developer beta, they could literally couldn't, they couldn't even say that they had the developer beta. Yeah. In, pre, in, in previous on an NDA. But yeah. now they're not. Because you are seeing, if you go to Twitter, you can see people posting, here's a video of me working in the developer um, beta, and here's what I've done, and here's what it looks like here. So Mm. you can actually look for a lot of things and find people posting it now on Twitter, and Apple no longer has a problem with it. That's interesting. Which is a good, I think a very good thing for Apple to, to be more like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it's mind-blowing what they're able to do, you know, with oh. uh, with these phones nowadays, but, um, uh, so, okay, so the, the Photos app itself is, is undergoing some changes as well. Um, yeah, and I can see, I, I can see a lot more where, the all photos that's that's there's still going to give you a chance to see all your photos. Yeah. So if you are someone like my wife, Ruth, she wants all she does is look at the only photo she looks at is all photos. Yeah. That's I'm the all same she way. cares about. She does not, but you'll be able to new the new day view will be now the high. Now this is where machine learning comes in. The phone will look at the photos, pick out what it considers the highlights of the day or get rid of any duplicate or won't show. I know once they get rid, it won't show any duplicates. So mm-hmm. with the day view, you can see, oh, here today I took 10 photos, but it's only showing three because there is the highlight or you may have similar photos. Same thing with the month tab. The month will now go down to, oh, here are some highlighted photos from May. Here are some highlighted photos and videos and live photos from April and same thing with the year. Yeah. So, and what I, what I like of what I've seen is that, um, and you can turn this off, but you can, the, the any videos or live photos will play automatically. Mm-hmm. So there, I don't think you'll hear any sound any until you actually select it. But um, as you're scrolling through your photos, photos and videos if it's a video it'll be playing as you're scrolling on scrolling through it and you know instead of seeing that little you know time indicator in the corner to indicate that it's a video it'll just be playing and and i think that's a really cool aesthetic for the photos app yeah agreed and it it'll again this is i think for a lot of us we just want to see all the photos but if you just want a nice little highlight, or honestly, if you're, let's say, catching up with someone in person, like uh, Ruth's parents, they have dumb um, cell phones. You know, oh, yeah. they, have, they have flip phones. They don't want a smartphone. But a lot of times we want to show them, like, oh, we see them once a week or so. It's like, oh, here's photos of what we did in the last week, or here's, you know the cat photos or the dog photos or, you know, things we've done instead of having to scroll through the list of all the photos or high or favorite a lot, depending on how well it works and their machine learning algorithm, 
just going into the day category and kind of scrolling through the last week or so, showing only the highlights, I can see that as a big help. Yes, definitely. Yeah, your your bamboo will stick out in the backyard. Oh, oh it will. <laughs> oh, yes. I think things, things uh, going to take over the house soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's a lot of good things coming in iOS mm-hmm. 13 with regard to photo uh, photography. Um, one thing that I wanted to just quickly mention that we that we missed when we were talking about you know, uh, portrait mode and stuff is there's a new monochromatic effect. Mm. That is, it's called high key mono, yeah. and instead of turning the background black, it turns it white, in a with a black and white image, and it looks on the uh, Apple website where they preview iOS 13. It looks amazing. It, it's there's a lot of highlights, you know, in in this girl's face that's on the. The, the example they show, but I mean the the background is completely whited out and it's it's really um, there was no evidence of this in any that uh, they show things happening. So I don't think it's maybe not um, activated yet in the in the developer beta. Mm, okay. Maybe it is. I don't know. I just haven't seen anything other than just this one photo of it. But uh, that that that's interesting too. Um, it, it's a nice addition to the uh, um, you know the portrait mode tool toolkit. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I said, it looks like even though there were no rumors of anything going on beforehand, mm-hmm. you know, all, all the rumors going into this going into WWDC was dark mode. Yeah, you know. Um, and, you know, any hardware that anyone thought may be coming out. And I didn't really hear, and, and a little bit at the There's end, lots of rumors I about mean, the next iPhone with the three cameras and stuff. But. Right, right. But not really about software. And I didn't really hear any, of right. course, it's a lot easier to, to hold down leaks when it comes to software only, you know, because yeah. that's all internal, but. You know, a lot of times leaks are also on purpose by the company to get people excited or tone down things or, you know, set expectations. I I think Apple doesn't want you to talk about whatever you're saying because you just blanked out again. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Well, you know what? Let's go to post pick of the week. (laughs) That's strange. Oh, can you hear me at all, Greg? Yeah, I can hear you fine now. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? Well, uh, Joe, good luck on the editing. Uh, <laughs> let's go to post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. Okay. Uh, so this week is an off week for the uh, post pick of the week. We're still in automotive and Please remember, automotive means self-propelled, so it doesn't necessarily mean car. Expand. But this week, we went to the Instagram well, and we went to an old friend. Um, yeah. Greg, what do you what do you think about Paul Yan's cresting waves person pointing at sun? Uh, I really I love it. It's um, it's not overly like, OK, so it's a it's an image of someone standing 
uh, at a looks like at a poolside, um, and they're pointing towards the sun. And there's some you know some tropical trees or plants on the side of the frame, just kind of come. And the person is on the left side of the frame, and the reflection is in the pool, of course. And you could see what looks like the ocean. Um, yeah, it'll be the ocean because this is taken in Bali. Uh, the ocean in the background and it's not overly saturated in any way uh, which really kind of gives it a soft um, a, just a soft look to it but it's it's just brilliant the way it's a perfect silhouette of someone pointing towards the sun and um, it, it just feels like a nice warm image um, the caption that Paul uses is the finger pointing at the sun is absolutely not the sun. So not sure what he meant by that, but um, I'm sure there's something to it. But what are your thoughts, Dave? Hopefully yeah. we'll. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Skype likes what we're talking about now. Um, yeah. And it absolutely yeah. is. It, it's absolutely striking. I love the silhouette. I love the reflection in the water of the silhouette, how it's, you know, it's just the perfect amount of ripple, um, which I think is, it's just amazing. And it is a hundred percent eye catching. Yeah, I agree. Yep. So Greg, and before anything else happens, uh, you want to mention a, uh, a something halide is doing for their anniversary. Yes, they're, they're having their second anniversary, and um, it, it's a photo contest. So they announced this. I was going to try to get this out last week, um, but uh, we, we kind of went long with uh, with Mark, and we ran out of time, and I didn't get to celebrate two years. So what they're doing is they're asking you to... Or... Um, if you use Spectre, put them on social media and um, let's see here. Uh, follow them on Instagram and share your photo, tag, tagging it with shot, shot with highlighter, Spectre shot, and tagging them in the shot uh, helps them find it as well. Now, the prizes for this are really good, but I was kind of surprised at what they are. The grand prize is a... Um, a Leica Q2 camera, and it's worth $5,000. Uh, so it looks like a very nice camera. But Sebastian DeWitt, who is the um, on the design side uh, of Halide Inspector, does a lot of shooting with Leica cameras. So um, I'm sure it's uh, stemming from his love of the uh, Leica line that they've chosen that as a, as a grand prize. Second prize is a, a Polaroid One Step Plus, uh, a little camera worth two hundred. And third prize is um, some goodies from a company called Studio Neat. Uh, I'm not sure what all they have, but it probably th things like uh, um, you know chargers and things like that. Um, and there's 47 other winners. Uh, they're they're going to receive a Halide Inspector merchandise kit including a glow-in-the-dark uh, Spectre shirt and pin, a limited run of Stealth Edition Halide shirts, and stickers and a whole bunch of other stuff, they said. So um, 
Yeah, so just uh, post your images taken with and use those hashtags and uh, tag them in the photo. And uh, best of luck. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to uh, at least get a, a, a T-shirt or something. Um, I, I've been using doing using those hashtags uh, with every image I've been posting lately. So And it goes on till the 28th of June. So just uh, something to do uh, to help celebrate the uh, second birthday of um, or the second anniversary of uh, Halite. Yeah, most definitely. I, I know a lot of people love Halite as a, um, a camera replacement advanced camera app. And yeah. it, it's definitely, you know, it's always nice for a company that puts a lot of effort into iPhone photography to give back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you could also take that camera, sell it off and, you know, buy the new um the new um, screen that Apple just put out without the stand, of course, you know, you would have to get more to pay a thousand dollars for the new pro uh, XDR stand, but the new um, yeah, 32 we, we, inch we screen. Actually, we missed a lot of that. <laughs> oh. we, we missed a lot of that Dave. but I'm assuming you're talking about the new Mac pro. Uh, the screen, not, not even, not oh, even the, the Mac pro, the monitor. Oh, just the monitor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and what was and, it like? And, five, thousand dollars it's five thousand it's i think it was a five thousand regular an extra thousand for the matte finish and a thousand for the stand so a thousand should have just marketed that as a seven thousand dollar screen yep yeah and no one would have complained yeah they should they should have said it was a seven thousand dollar screen, and if you if you want it without the mat, that's six thousand. If you want it without the stand, that's five thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean that that's a product for you know people in the movie industry or things like that. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. photographers, no, I can't see it because <laughs> you're you're looking at you're looking at by the time you get that thing probably decked out the way you want it, um, you know. 10, 12,000, 15,000, who knows? That's that's a crazy amount for a computer, but apparently it's a real beast. Oh yeah. Yeah. The the most I the most I saw was um if you max everything out, the guess, because of course nothing's official, the guess it's gonna be around fifty thousand dollars. So yeah, wow. nuts. Yeah. <clears throat> it, yeah. But again, that's maxed out which is, hey, I'm going to make Toy Story 5 on my computer, on my desktop computer. Well, funny you say that, because one of the things that uh, some people who have been to WWDC are talking about is when they were looking at a demo of the Mac Pro, there was one guy who had the whole the whole um, layout of Toy So... Back out a bit, and there's the room. Then he back out a bit more, and then there's the house. Then he go back street. He, he went all the way back to the whole city in one um, shot, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. And it one, just one rendered everything instantly. Yeah, one yes. shot on one everything computer. Everything was done on we're, one computer. Yeah, where before you needed a a series of computer, a series of very high end computers to even try yeah. it. 
So again, yeah, nothing, nothing that uh, I would even say if you're a professional photographer, you still don't need it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Get, get the iMac pro. If you really need something that powerful. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, the, the best iMac pro is probably better than the baseline Mac. Uh, I don't yeah. know. That's way more computing power than I'd ever need. Agreed. Agreed. Well, you know what? Let's end this for the night since we seem to be having some Skype issues and I don't want to make this too hard on Joe to actually get editing to make something that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, we, I missed everything from where, when, when you said, you know, and then I missed the whole line there. <laughs> oh, Skype is just murdering us tonight. <laughs> okay, let's wrap this up. Okay, yeah, we'll... um. Yeah, we'll keep it real short, and uh, you know, we'll we'll delve into some of your other points that you wanted to make, perhaps next week, if that's all right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You want to tell us where we can find you on the interwebs? Yes, you could find me on uh, Instagram as Macmillan Photo, Twitter, and uh, Life Photography is just my name, Greg McMillan. Okay, and uh, you can find me on Instagram and on uh, Twitter as ProfPod. And in case either of us sound not too great, uh, you can find the bios for not only us but all the other hosts on TinyShutter.com. Or if you're in, if you're on Facebook, unlike Greg, but if you're on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, you can find us all on the iPhone Photography Group. Uh, if you're not a Facebook member. Group? <laughs> yep, on the Facebook group. Yeah. yeah. If you're not a member, you can just uh, ask to join. Uh, we are a friendly group, uh, very supportive. Um, and we welcome we welcome all who want to come. And that's one of the things I miss the most about Facebook is the tiny shutter group. I really do. Well, we under, I understand. We I mean, everyone has their reasons and breaking points come for everybody eventually. <laughs> So, yeah, well, we, well, I missed all that, but uh, I think I know what you're about to say. And it's uh, everybody has a, a breaking point with, um, you know, whether they're fed up with something or not. And mm-hmm. that's that was me with Facebook. Yep. Well, there's other ways to communicate. I know. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this up uh, since Skype having is wonderful. And well, great. Have a great week. All righty. Uh, good night, everybody, and um, I hope this. Uh, I hope Joe does this uh, this episode justice with his edit, and we'll we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Barely.